Wrexham are promoted. They have their storybook ending. Howdy y'all and welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green. Man, if y'all could see the view that I currently have from making this podcast, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, actually, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post a picture of me shooting up here uh, uh, on Instagram. So, if you're interested to see where I'm shooting this particular episode, uh, head on over to Instagram WXM Texan. That is Wrexham Texan on Instagram and Twitter because it is ridiculous. It is about 7.40 in the morning here. My wife is still asleep in the van, so I thought out here would be a great place to shoot a podcast. And boy, was I right because it's just relaxing. It's beautiful. Though I will say at any moment, um, you could hear... You could hear me get up running and screaming for my life if uh, if a big old grizzly or a moose, maybe a mountain lion, or even a uh, even a black bear, even a black bear would probably get me uh, moving. <laughs> um, but they can they can approach at any time. Um, we're up in the mountains right now, and we're in grizzly country. So, yeah. And if you don't know the difference between a grizzly and a black bear. Go Google it. Go Google side-by-side -side comparison of full-grown grizzly versus full-grown full black bear. And tell me which one you'd rather meet in, in the forest. Because um, I can guarantee you it won't be the black bear. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about the EFL trophy, which kicked off yesterday. Um, Wrexham is in the Northern Group B with Port Vale, Crew Alexandra, and Newcastle United under-21s. For those who don't know how the EFL Trophy works, it's, you know, similar to World Cup, similar to most uh, tournament-style football tournaments. And, uh, yeah, there's A through H group in the there's northern A through H and then there's southern A through H and so there are four teams in each group and you play a round robin basically to see who gets into the actual bracket and uh, most of the big name teams actually all of the big name teams so like Liverpool Arsenal um, Man U those kind of those kind of teams send their under twenty one clubs they're under 21 teams uh, to this to this particular event so that's who we played yesterday newcastle united under 21s and boy it was a crazy game it was interesting um i thoroughly enjoyed it i also figured out that i can record the dadgum game on my computer which i had not previously been able to figure out how to do just so i can watch it later or revisit it if I need to. Uh, generally, uh, sites like Netflix and Hulu and 
even I follow, they black out the screen if you start trying to do a screen record. But apparently there's a way around that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be recording every single Wrexham game that I can uh, just so I can um, have it for, you know, if, during the offseason. If I want to watch a game, I want to go back and watch it. So yeah, pretty stoked about that. But we we started off on a tear this game. I loved watching, who was it? It was Young, Waters, was it Dalby, and uh, shoot. I forget. There was a fourth guy who was playing really well with these other three. Uh, they just had some nice little triangles, nice, nice touches, very nice, uh, very nice balls into the into the box and down the field. The, the first half was lovely to watch. We, we seemed to be gelling and getting along with each other and um, understanding where the ball is going off someone's foot before it touches their foot. Um, that's crucial. That's huge to be able to have that kind of anticipation and know that your guy is going to be passing the ball to that particular spot and you're already on your way. That is, I mean, that, That'll give you a massive advantage. That's how the that's, that's how it's supposed to work. Um, so that was really fun to see. And man, that one goal, that first goal of the game, um, that ball bounced around. I think four players were able to get a shot on goal at that exact moment, and uh, Sam Dalby ended up putting it in the back of the net. For I think it's his first goal of the Dagum season too. I think it's his first goal of the season, um, which is unfortunate because Sam was crushing it for us last year. He had some crucial goals last year. So good to see him get uh, get a goal this, this game. Um, one of the things that was most disappointing about the game is how few people showed up. I realize it's like the group stage of the EFL trophy, but man, I think it said 7,800 folks showed up to a game that I know we can fit 10,800 or 10,000 some odd hundred. So that was a little disappointing. I didn't, uh, I don't understand how that would happen. Honestly, I feel like, uh, Wrexham is so big now that <clears throat> most, if not all of their games should be sold out or near sold out. So that was, that was surprising. Uh, that was surprising to see our, our stadium have empty seats. I didn't didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Um, and it could have been that a lot of those were tickets we had given to Newcastle's supporters. So uh, that could be. But there were definitely empty empty seats on the Wrexham side. So on the Wrexham sides. So that was interesting to see. Um, still, fan support was great. I did catch Wayne Jones on TV for a minute. He was. Uh, just clapping away after that Sam Dalby goal. So that was fun. Uh, I, I always try to pick out documentary folks um, when they when they show the the stands. And you don't I don't see many of them, but saw saw Wayne Jones, so that was cool. All right. It was the opening game for our new goalie Oconquo. Oconquo. Um, I know that is not the easiest. <laughs> An easiest name to pronounce, especially in like 
especially for the announcers. I know Griffiths was having uh, some fun with some names names during this game. But uh, I think uh, we should just name him Oki. Uh, we'll call him good old Oki, Oki Finoki. Um, if you don't know country music, uh, go look up the Oki Finoki. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, interesting start. Uh, did not expect him to get a yellow card. That was, cr correct me if I'm wrong, but I am 90% certain that the ball has to be completely outside of the box for him not to be able to touch it. If the ball is touching the line, that dude can pick up, any goalie can pick up the daggum ball. So, and the ref was right there to see it. So I'm not sure how he missed it i don't understand like it was on the line okonkwo picked it up and just trotted back into the box like, i got i don't get it and again correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure that i'm right about that the ref was making some strange calls all day griffiths pointed it out and said that uh, it seemed like he was going easy on the young lads the Newcastle under 21s uh, because there was one tackle on Barnett in the second half. That dude didn't even make a play on the ball with that foot. He just took out Barnett's foot, stepped right on his ankle with his cleat. And like the, it was his back foot. It, like the ball was at the front and that's like a full yard or two difference. I just, that seemed like a yellow card for sure, especially after Evan's yellow card, which to me, Evan's yellow card did look legit. Like, I feel like he deserved his, his yellow, but, um, that one where, where Barnett got taken out seemed like a, just a horrendous play. And I, I'm not, I'm confused as to how they didn't end up with a yellow right there. So that was frustrating. Um, but man, it was it was good to see Waters on the field as well. We don't get to see Waters on the pitch very much, and um, that dude hustles. That dude hustles hard. He sh definitely should have scored at least once. Um, he had one one goal or one opportunity on goal that he probably should have put in the back of the net. But it is what it is. You're going to miss some, and uh, it is just a shame that he couldn't uh, capitalize on the opportunity in that moment because um, he doesn't he doesn't get a whole lot of pitch time and I, I'm not sure why that is I know that we required him we acquired him last year at the end of last season and I've I, yeah I just haven't seen him do much which is really unfortunate um, I want to see what he's all about what he's like I didn't go watch any old matches with him um, from his old teams so I, don't, I really don't know much about the dude and I would like to see him play because he seems like he hustles and he he reminds me a little bit of Elliot Lee in that he looks like a bulldog just running all over the field but yeah it'd be interesting to see more of of Billy Waters so let's go over some stats shall we possession Equal, 50-50. There were long stretches where each team had the had the majority of the possession. Like, 
there are games when it bounces back and forth and it's kind of even throughout, but man, Wrexham dominated possession in the first half. And then second half, U21s uh, definitely seemed to pick it up and um, counteract that that surge, in, that surge of uh, possession from the first half. Let's see. We had a much better dual success rate, 62% to 38. Aerial duels, we had 69. They had 31%. Almost equal on interceptions. We had two offsides. They had three corners, one. We only had one corner last night. We had one corner, one. That's crazy. You took one corner? I'm, I'm now just realizing that. I did not review these stats before I started recording this. That is bananas how did that even happen one corner one that is crazy um let's see Dis distribution wow 476 passes to 472 that's some good passing y'all though we had uh 90 long passes to their 54 we did have a bunch of long passes that oconquo pass down to i believe it was was it Bickerstaff or Dalby? It was one of those two. Launched it all the way down the field, and I believe it was Dalby. Ran, and the defender fell flat on his face. Dalby's hand just happened to be on his back, and they called a penal, uh, They called a foul on Dalby for that when it would have been a one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. And I think we all know Sam would have put that in the back of the net. <laughs> So that was another interesting call. I feel like the ref missed a whole bunch of, of very simple, easy calls that, that he should not have done so. I also, I mean, the linesman did the same thing. The ball went out one time clearly off of Wrexham, and the linesman takes about three whole seconds to point to a goal kick. And the Newcastle attacker had every right to be as upset as he was because that linesman had no idea what he was talking about. He was guessing. He was guessing, um, which I guess in, in that particular scenario, you kind of have to guess. <laughs> Otherwise, you end up looking like a fool. Um, but still, you look like a fool anyway because it, it was so clear that you guessed on that one. Um, that was just unfortunate. But uh, – Let's see, passing accuracy. Man, they had better passing accuracy. They had 80%, we had 77. They had some nice little triangles too. They had some good balls. They they played really well. They had some very close calls. And Oconquo was able to, uh, yeah, was able to deflect a couple. That dude's wingspan is enormous. When he, there was that one near the end where the attacker on the right-hand side shot a cross goal and it went just outside the far post. And Oconquo's hand, I mean, it looked like it reached 10 feet. <laughs> He's got those long, long arms. And that was really, that's cool. I, I mean, I, I, I like that we have this goalie as our backup keeper. Um, he is young. I trust Mark Howard more than I do him after after seeing him play today or yesterday. Uh, definitely, let's stick with Mark Howard for now. But it's nice to have Oconquo with his lanky arms. and um, Yeah, it's nice to have him as a backup. So 
yeah, that was it was interesting to see his his first game. We had let's see, we had thirteen crosses. They had nine. Crossing accuracy was about the same. Let's check out our attack here. We had seventeen shots. They had eleven. We had four shots on target. They had two. So shots on target. We hit twenty five percent of our shots on target. That's pretty good. We had five block shots. They had three. Three to three shots outside the box, 14 to eight shots inside the box, and 24% to 18% shooting accuracy in favor of Wrexham. Tackles, 21 tackles for us, 15 tackles for them. Uh, success rate, 52% for us, 67% for them. Fantastic. But they also had to have 26 clearances to our seven. So quite a bit of difference there. It's because we were on the attack so much. We were, it was, it was a beautiful game in my opinion. Like we we kept the ball on their end of the field, their end of the pitch so often, and we made some really great runs. When Palmer came in, man, I thought Palmer was going to get that header in the goal. Gosh, he had some great moments. I am, I'm always rooting for Palmer. I don't know why, but I, I'm attached to Palmer. Um, like, I love Elliot Lee. I love Ryan Barnett. I love Mullen. Um, Lee is definitely still my favorite player, but uh, Palmer. I don't know why, but I'm attached to you, brother. Um, I want you to crush it. We conceded eight fouls. They conceded eight fouls. We got four yellow cards. This is what I'm talking about. They got zero. They deserved, at the very least, one. That Barnett tackle, again, horrendous. Um, so... I don't know what the ref was thinking. That was extremely frustrating. But in the end, we won Dalby in the 13th minute with that massively ricocheted um, ricocheted goal. That was really fun to watch. But uh, yeah, I got to I got to record the second half of this game, go hang out with my family, and then come back and watch it. So that was that that was really nice to be able to figure that out and and do that um, so that I can base it you know when i need to i can i can record it and watch it later um that won't always happen i will say the file is enormous if you're going to do a screen recording on a on a macbook be prepared if you're going to record for three hours it's going to be a 25 gigabyte file at the end <laughs> which is too much i'm gonna to have to uh, compress it and drop it down a little bit but after the first round of games in Northern Group B. We have Port Vale with three points, one goal differential. Wrexham with three points, one goal differential. And then Crew and Newcastle, zero points with negative one goal differentials. So we are atop our group. I mean, Port Vale, they have them ahead of us, but there's really no reason for that. So we're tied for top of the group right now. And, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see where it goes. I'm excited. I, like I said, I've mentioned this before. I know tons of people clearly do not care about these tournament style games during the season. Um, but like, if you're not excited about a tournament, do you even like sports? <laughs> do you even like sports? Cause tournament play is the most fun style of sporting event, period. Period, end of story. World Cup, best sporting event on earth. 
second best March Madness, the biggest tournament style sport sporting event in any major sport. I mean, it's 64. It starts out with 68 teams and dwindles down to one team in three weeks. It's a phenomenal event. And if you, even if you don't care about basketball, my wife didn't really care about basketball, but now she is all into March Madness. And if you, um, if you're listening to this in, in the UK or abroad and you don't know what March Madness is, it's basically the college basketball tournament um, at the end of the season to to pick the champion, to get the champion. So, uh, yeah, my, my family has a big, big old party for it. The first, the first two, four days, so the first two days of the tournament, they play 32 games, and every single game is on TV. And we have four TVs set up in a grid in our living room. And we watch every single game. We have the event catered. When I was in high school, we'd have something like 200, 300 people filter in and out of our house that first weekend because of all the food, all the basketball, all the hangouts. It was, it's, it's a fantastic event. Um, so yeah, looking forward to March Madness this year, but also looking forward to watching the, this EFL trophy tourney. I love it. I love it. I love these tournaments. Um, it's just everything's on the line once once single elimination starts. So that'll do it for today, y'all. Um, I've got nothing else to say, really. Um, hoping Okonkwo uh, doesn't have as many little mini flubs as he did this game. I think he'll be fine. This is just his first game with Wrexham. He hadn't been here too long. Waters, I hope we see more of you. Evan seemed to play well. Gosh, Dalby crushed it, obviously. McFadden, that guy hustles his butt off. I love watching McFadden run around. Um, and I loved bringing in Barnett, Lee, Palmer, um, and I forget who, who our other subs were. Um, I can't remember. But, man, what a match. What a day. I loved it. I loved watching it. It was a blast. Um yeah, yeah. Again, starting, is it a week from today? No, a week from yesterday, Welcome to Wrexham comes out, season two. I'm going to be making episodes about each episode of that season in a much more uh, thoughtful and produced way. So once that comes out, I'll include clips of it in the show. It will be on video. It will, um, it won't come out the day of or the day after the episode airs. I'll need a few days to analyze it and get the, get the clips and stuff like that. So generally speaking, it looks like, uh, I, I hope they release it episode by episode. That would be fun because I think that I would be able to release a Saturday episode that analyzes one episode of the show and talks about whatever match we had that day. Um, and I think that'd be a 45 minute to an hour long podcast. It would be extremely fun. I would absolutely love that. So yeah, maybe, maybe Sunday mornings for people over in the UK, cause I'll probably record it late afternoon, evening, uh, in, in Georgia. So, and then release it right after I'm done with it. So, uh, yeah, 
yeah, look forward to that. And then I'll still have Tuesday podcasts. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to finish out this first season of Welcome to Wrexham so that I can start putting a little more time and effort into uh, producing uh, this this new season. It'll be a new season of this show as well. So starting starting with that that episode, it'll probably come out a week from this coming Saturday. That will start season two of the Wrexham Texan. <laughs> Has there ever been a quicker season? I don't know. A month-long season for a podcast. Uh, this next one will go much, 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 much lo- longer. So that'll be fun. But thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Go follow me on Instagram and Twitter, WXM Texan, Wrexham Texan. You can also email me, director at PeacefulCProductions.com. Go visit my website, PeacefulC.network. PeacefulC.network is my website. It's brand new, just launched. Um, It is not completely done, but much of it is done. And uh, yeah, at some point... In the very near future, there will be, I am uh, launching a thing called the Dollar Media Club, which you can join the Dollar Media Club for $1 a month, $1 a month, $12 a year. Um, and you get you get to see all of the movies, all of the old podcasts, every show we produce, all my films that we, we produce. You'll get bonus episodes. Um, You'll get all sorts of stuff. It'll be fantastic. So I'm excited when that launches. It is not launched yet, um, but it will in the the very near future. So look out for that. Um, Again, thank you all so much for listening. Looking forward to Saturday. Y'all have a great day. Up the town. You're gonna see it And if you knock my soul With all your strength You're gonna find it You're gonna find it